Welcome, welcome. Let me do this. <laughs> welcome to the first predictions show. I was just vibing. Is that not okay? Okay, alright, so this is the first prediction show. If yeah. you're listening, you're a patron and we thank you. That's yes. how you're going to start. Right, okay. Um, so this is the first Patreon show. So if you are listening to this, you are a Patreon subscriber. And and can you just convey from just on behalf of all of us how thankful we are for the three people who are listening to this show? <laughs> is that us three were listening back or is this three new people? No, no, it's your girlfriend, oh. my girlfriend, <laughs> and and many, many women. No, my, my girlfriend's not listening to this. I don't think mine has either. <laughs> they will be paying the Patreon now. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Not, a, not another joint account, though. Why are we paying for this? Oh, no, no reason. Why are you paying for this? That's what it should be meaning. But yes, we would just like to thank you very much for your uh, contribution, for your support to Man Marking. It, it does genuinely mean a lot to us. It means a lot to us every time someone listens. It means a lot to us every time somebody comments, messages likes retweets anything that we do we you know we put a lot of uh, a lot of time a lot of effort into this a lot of heart a lot of tears have been shed and uh, a lot of laughs have been had here here so I this and i now feel embarrassed to say this 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 is for you this is to say thanks this extra content oh god so this is i mean <laughs> you got neville southall for free you got you got luke moore for free but what do you pay for for this shit you even got jeff hendrick for free Yes. Not on this show, but yeah, Newcastle. But Newcastle. Yeah. What a I'd say more to come, but there's not more to come about that. No. Unless no. you're going to put him in the breakout star. Mm. More to come. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? So, essentially, what we're going to do is, ahead of the new season, which is um, the weirdly close to the old season, because of the way that football has kind of almost became this big conglomerate mesh of things that no one's really... Sh- I mean, the Community Shield has already happened... Yeah, I mean, League One started the week after the Champions League. Week what? <laughs> started the week after the Champions League. What final. week started? League One. Okay. Yeah. That, that, that's a French one. Yeah, yeah, I know. I just wanted to be saying. League One. Well, we also had some League Cup action. Oh, God, yeah. Did you see that Portland yes. goal? Yes. Yeah. Well, oh so my God. I'd just like, like to... Rubbish 90s oh, football. It just I'd, kept I'd, on going on. Well, see, what I'd like to comment on that is that I went to leave the video at the bit where I thought it was finished yeah. and then saw there was about 13 seconds <laughs> of it left and I thought, oh, there's more to this. But they won that game. I know, they won. Incredibly. <laughs> Someone was giving them grief about that video. Oh, Portsmouth rubbish. And then I was like, oh God, they must have got battered. But you won it on pens. <laughs> Bloody won it. So what we're going to do is we're going to take each division one by one, the top four divisions. We're not doing the National League. We're not doing the bloody National League. We got out of there a few years ago. We're not doing the National League. Yeah, we're not looking back at that. No, because no offence to the National League, but... No, actually, no, we had a good time in the National League, to be fair. We had some excellent times. Kreps in Geisley. Yeah. Uh, I just choose the evening trip with Barry to North Ferriby. Oh, you've never mentioned that? No, never. Uh, Ryan and I went to Torquay. Yep. Um, but anyway, yeah, we're gonna do. Where a... didn't we go, Dan? Mate, we're, we're well, exactly. Fans. We we are. I, I mean, yeah. I d- don't want to go into that again. But yeah, contribute to our super fans patron as well, <laughs> so we can go to more games <laughs> next yeah. season. Um, but yes, we're gonna do a prediction show for each league. We've got some subcategories. We're gonna go around the table. We're gonna throw some predictions out, which I'm sure in eight months' time is gonna make us look rather yeah. stupid. We're gonna um, we're gonna keep a little record of them and and, and see how. Well, they, 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 this is the record. Well. 
I might just get a pen and paper out. Well, you can do that. But old fashioned. Yeah, that's absolutely fine. It's not like you to be old fashioned. <laughs> um, so what we're going to do is we're going to start with the first category, and I'm going to go left. And I realise that this is an audio medium, so me saying I'm going to go left doesn't help everybody. But to my left is Ryan Pulford, and to his left is Anthony Olsen, and to his left is me. Yeah. So we're going to go around the table, one by one. We're going to give our predictions for each category, and then we're going to have a wee discussion about them, aren't we? Yeah. So, Ryan, first category, the winner of this year's Premier League? I, um, I think Liverpool to retain. Okay. Uh, bold shot, I think. I think that's quite a bold shot. Uh, I'm going to go Man City. You're going to go Man City? I'm go Man City. Okay, I've also gone Liverpool, but I have put in brackets unless Messi goes to City. Nah, it's not a... Yeah. The reason I'm going with Porto maintain, and the reason I think they won it at a canter, someone sing Jerry Cinnamon, is because most of the most of the top clubs in the Premier League were in transition, and I don't think that transition has stopped this year. I think... City have obviously lost Silver. Um, I don't think Ake is going to be the fella to replace company. Aren't they still in for Koulibaly though? They they might be, but they need to get a move on. I think Chelsea have made great signings, but Chelsea's problem last year was they conceded a ton of goals. And Thiago Silva and Chilwell will help the defence, but I still think it's how they're set up that is one of the reasons they concede so many. Arsenal, United still in that transition. I think Liverpool's mm. consistency will, will help them. The only thing that'll stop Liverpool this year is they've been very fortunate. They had quite a few injuries last year, but they never seem to be like Salah, Mane or Van Dijk. No, it's just and they haven't got And they haven't got a lot yeah. of... Fabinho had a bit of a step yeah. spell. I think the likes of Keita and, and Henderson have picked up knocks, but they're not... They're not people you take out the team and think they're suddenly half the team they were, but I feel like if you lost Mane for three months or you lost... It does Van only Dijk. take like losing a Van Dijk, it changes the whole perspective, it does, like what happened with Laporte. Like, I think yeah. their consistency will still be streets ahead of other teams who are trying to find partnerships, trying to find the best team and trying to replace players. I think Liverpool's Does this? Does your Does your prediction still stand if Lionel Messi goes to Man City? It does. Um because if you look at the numbers a lot of City players put up, so if you look at what Sané was doing prior to his ACL, if you look at what Sterling does out wide left, if you look at De Bruyne, City's problem isn't that area of the pitch. City lost nine games last season because they'd have 80% of the ball and still lose a game to like Palace 2-1. But wasn't that Messi... like unlocking defences though? No, I think they scored over 100 goals again. I just think the deficiency with that side is the inability to... To keep clean sheets, they could blame Messi at centre half. You could do, yeah, but just <laughs> why would you? <laughs> for for a but no, I don't think pay him eight hundred grand a week and play him centre half. Lionel Messi, who was still probably the best planet player on the planet, but adapting to the Premier League at thirty three, I don't think that changes too much for them. Maybe in Europe it makes them stronger. I don't think Premier League wise, it's gonna make. Game I think if my personal opinion on it is because I think Liverpool will probably win it again as well for the reason probably for the for the majority of the reasons that you've just stated the book. But if Messi signs for City, I think it, it changes the whole thing. To be honest with you, he's 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 just well, like there's this question to you then because I don't want to interrupt you. Um, but City Liverpool last year got ninety nine points. Mm-hmm. City the year before got one hundred and one hundred. You got 101 the season that they won it the first year with Guardiola. And then they got a And then they got 99 or 98 oh, yeah. or something the season after. So, 
City until this season they got 81, which has been enough in the past. If they're averaging, say, 90 points a season, Messi's, the points that they drop tend to be from stupid goals, not through drawing nil-nil. No, but see, what I think that Messi adds is like a fear factor. There's already a fear factor with City, and then you add Messi into that as well. Teams are just going to be freaked out by what's going on. They Are they just going to be free? I mean, you've gone for City, and... Yeah, I assume this is with or without Messi that you've come for City. Absolutely, I I think City are there is this. I think they were focused on the Champions League for for a lot of the season towards the end. As soon, mm. as soon as that gap opened up, they were focused on the Champions League. But like Ryan says, I think it was more in the transition of the game, so the counter attacks and, and getting dragged out of position. I mean, look what Norwich did to them, and they practically had three runs on goal because True. they were just countering. So, like you said, not using the ball well enough, not getting goals, Aguero being out, but having looked at them, they're still such a threat. My only thing that I think why they'll win the league, I just got this doubt about Liverpool that they're going to try and play in the same way they did last season and it might not work in the same way for me. And they'll also fight on a lot of fronts and it'll be pretty tough for them I think no, they won't they'll just play all the reserves in all the cup competitions <laughs> and moan about having to do it they won't you will not need as many points this year to win the league and that's a, that's a fact I, I don't yeah and I suspect they'll be I think yeah. I think whoever wins will definitely lose four or five in games in and around the 90 mark I think with the, with the congested yeah I think with a, so a kind of congested schedule as well I don't think that helps Liverpool I know they played a ton of games but I don't think that helps them too yeah, they've much. not really added to the squad yet either, have they? We've added, added, the added, added a left-back from Olympiacos. Can I say that that's smart money? Because they're one of their biggest losses is when one of the full-backs isn't playing. And they've had to, like, put, put, and Milner's brilliant, but he's, he's not got the threat and the speed that Robert's in the direct I nature. mean, Liverpool are linked with uh, Thiago, aren't they, as well? Mm-hmm. So I think that changes a lot of things if that comes in. Where you're saying that Leo Messi comes in and changes it, I think if Liverpool add to that midfield... And have more bodies in there who were settled. I mean, watched him in the Champions League mm. final. He was unbelievable. Yeah, just spraying the ball. Everywhere. The only funny thing about him though is, is that if everyone's fit for Bayern, he doesn't start. No, it's, it's, it's quite strange. No, well, he, I think he wouldn't have. That, that's that's because if Pavard had been fit, Pavard was playing right yeah, back, and Kimmich was playing in in where Thiago was playing. But who, who did he play alongside? Or in midfield? Yeah. Um. Oh, Goretzka. Um, Goretzka. Yeah. No, he's he's a good player. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So with with City, I think I think you've got this this period now. I think it's a little bit simpler for him to pick his team. I don't you know he's he's Plus not going to Laporte fit all season yeah. theoretically as well. I don't. I would say that they'd have a, a big influence, but like Ryan said before, and I, I brought it up. I said you know, but Liverpool did lose Allison. That's a massive massive loss. I know they got Adrian who comes mm. in, but I I think. It's easier for him now. He's got well. He's let Sane go. Silver's gone. It just creates this little bit of an easier path for him to pick his best team. My only worry is, and this is such a strange thing to say, is if he's just going to be Pep Guardiola and overthink everything. Because mm. I think that's starting to become a trait, and I, I've, I actually thought it became a trait when he was at Barcelona towards the end, where it was kind of, you know, a little bit the same. Didn't really want to change from it when everyone else was changing around him. So. And we saw in that Champions League semi-final, which was or quarter-final, sorry, which was a bit odd. Where he, where, he, yeah. where he played that, and I think in the Premier League, you can get away with it so much because the quality difference from the top six to to the bottom six is, is so vast. I, I just 
Yeah, you got to whack most teams. But, so you? that's my only trepidation on it. But what, when you put that side out, City can blow teams away, and they could easily find themselves in a ten-point lead with with Liverpool and the, the teams around them. I worry that Liverpool will think it's going to be exactly the same as this year. Yeah, that's my only problem. What I'd say uh, to you about that though is that if we all said now name Liverpool's best eleven, I reckon we'd probably get it. Get I probably, probably, we'd probably get it wrong. We'd probably get about. <laughs> 10 players right and you might have an argument over one of the middle three but you get the back four right you'd get the keeper you get the front three with City I reckon we get about 7 or 8 players that we think because I still think there's issues at left back there's still issues at centre half he's still got choices at right back he he seems to bring in people like Cancelo who who can play left back but he's mainly a right back put them in at left back for some reason then change it you don't know who your front three are going to be does he sign someone instead of Jesus does he start Jesus I still think there's a lot more questions and no answers where Liverpool will just carry on the same probably drop a few more points is there not year. a bit of thing with Liverpool as well or the the, the 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 kind of it was the thing was to win the league like that was such a big thing for them is, the, is, is there a is the, the year after is that like don't quite have that drive again? you don't have that stretch down because, the stretch no because it's not as important as. So we thinking then it's it's between Liverpool and City. Yeah, we don't I'd think any. So I, I mean, you'd look, Ryan mentioned Chelsea before that squad. I mean, if you had it on Football Manager, you'd be absolutely laughing your cock off, wouldn't you? Because it's unbelievable. <laughs> it's <is> absolutely <laughs> unbelievable. Is that, is that a saying? Yeah. Laughing your cock off. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> Isn't it laughing your ass off? Either one, one Either time's way. painful. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Can yeah, you talk anyway. us through how it works? I don't know. It's just laugh. Don't you know. laugh so much that your cock would fall off. Right, we're getting distracted. Yeah, let's go on, go on. So <laughs> Chelsea, yeah. So Chelsea, I, I, you look at that squad; it's amazing. But like Ryan said, they couldn't defend. It's for, transition for, for them, isn't it? I think the thing that could make a difference for Chelsea this year is if Golo Kante is fit for more of the season than he was mm-hmm. last year. That's where they were so they weren't. I didn't think so much. I, I personally think they've got a good crop of centre halves. Some of them are just a little bit younger, which I think, if you say, for example, I mean, Kurt came in at the back end of the season and looked really good, and he has, in periods in the season, looked good before. So I think if you have Kurt in there, alongside of Thiago Silva, who's talking him through, I think that's decent. I think it's the transition between... And I think Jorginho, whilst he's very good on the ball, I do think there is an issue with him in there because he's so slow. Like, he's so unbelievably slow. So just to give... The listeners no idea what we're going for are we now talking about our top four here so we're all going to go with Pulse City top two Who who's fighting out three and four then Ant who are you thinking I think United are going there so you put United I, third or you I, sort of say third or fourth I think, I think United overall. would definitely get in the Champions League spot what about I, you Dan third and fourth I'd, I've gone because I've gone Chelsea Arsenal yeah. and United yeah I've so. gone Chelsea United and then I've, I've put Wolves in there as like I think I think this could be the year that they get close to it. I don't think they'll break in, but I think with no European football for them, it's a nice settled team. Maybe they can add a little bit of quality. Okay, they, they, they've lost Doherty and 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 Maitland now is supposed to be coming in, but yeah, I, I. Well, I haven't gone United and you to have, and I've done Arsenal, but I was torn between Arsenal and United. So I'll tell you why I've done Arsenal, and you can sort of say why you did United. We can tell you why you're wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I think. Arteta's game management of setting up based on who the opponent is is already seen him win against a lot of the top sides. So we've seen him beat Chelsea, we've seen him beat City. Charity Shield yesterday, but they still beat Liverpool. And I've been very impressed by his ability to go, 
we're not the Arsenal we used to be. Like Wenger used to remember when Wenger they got done like eight two by United or something. Wenger basically said, "We're Arsenal. This is how we play." Even though we've gone from Vieira to Flamini or we've gone from Lauren to Carl Jenkinson, he still played like Arsenal. Feel and like what Arteta's going to do, and he's going swallow your pride, swallow your ego. Yeah, this these is how teams we've got are to win better the than game us. And, so this is this is how we've got to. Settle. And you're looking at you've got Aubameyang defending on the edge of his box, but you've got. Like David Luiz looks like a different player, but he was written off the other the other month. And to be yeah. fair to him, he's been brilliant. And I look at that and I think they've improved at centre half. We haven't seen that Gabriel yet. We haven't seen Saliba yet, but I think they'll improve them. Um, like I said, didn't even play yesterday, and they got that sack is coming through. I just think Arteta's going to set them up in a way that I think Premier League it's all about consistency. And I still think United are capable of going like five games without a win or dropping silly points um, and I feel like Arsenal would just be a, bit, a little bit more consistent mm. I think United still are going to spend all summer worrying about Jadon Sancho that maybe they don't do any business or they end up falling back and spending 70 million on Grealish and wasn't the first target and then stuff oh, going on with Maguire the first mention of Grealish so yeah I'm gone Chelsea for they finished third last season didn't they fourth fourth they finished fourth last season yeah United might have finished this and then they've yeah United United come third third yeah Yeah. beat Leicester last game and then Chelsea have added so I think they'll be better but not good enough to win it and I just think Arsenal will do you think they'll close that gap then I think Spurs sixth at best see see I think Spurs will do all right. It's a bit, a bit of a tough one with Spurs, isn't it? You don't quite know where they're at. They've got the the best, one of the best goal scorers in the league, so they're always going to be in games. Fernando Llorente left. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I kind of agree with Ryan. I said United are getting the top four. I think Arsenal are getting the top four, and the reason you I, don't think Chelsea? I don't think Chelsea are going to get the top four. And the, 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 the reason what about they sign Messi? <laughs> <laughs> you never know. The the reason is, you know, all these signings that making quite often when you do make a lot of these signings, it changes the the, the focus completely. Mm. Do you think Frank Lampard's capable of of managing all that talent and getting him to that position right now? I feel personally, I feel like he had that that young squad. It was all those players that he played from before. He had Mason Mount at Derby. He had all yeah Tamori as well. Mm. Does he? A lot does of the players he, does that he, he brought in are quite young. No, they are quite young, but they're also very big names as well. So I, I wouldn't see, but I think that's what's really good about it. Is like you look at somebody like Timo Werner. And he's an excellent footballer, and there's no doubt that he's one of the top forwards in Europe. But he isn't. It's not like bringing in, say, like you know, like when they brought in Gonzalo Higuain mm. under Sarri. It's not like bringing in. It's Timo Werner is not a household name in this country, and it's not like bringing in. It's not bringing in that. You're not bringing yeah. in everything that comes with those type of players. Timo Werner strikes me as the type of player. Who will come in and get his head down and work hard? Oh, absolutely! I'm, and he's I'm, still quite young as well. I'm not doubting any of the quality they brought in. Mm. What I'm doubting is, is is the manager mainly. And if I'm looking at Arteta, what he's done, and I know that that you know he's not taking him into the Champions League last season. But I'm looking at him going, there's progression here. And you look at the mm. signings that they're making. They're not these youngsters like Ryan mentioned before, like Arsene Wenger used to rely on. They're kind of like seasoned as well. You know, Cedric's at right back. There's mm. a couple of others there as well who are a little bit older. And it's a bit of a change in, in in dimension really for Arsenal's like transfer policy. You should be under thirty, and I think that experience. And I mean, you look at the look at that goal he scored um, against Liverpool. That football, and I know people, it's risk reward. So this mm. could come to, back to bite me in the arse. But <laughs> the the I just well, I don't see Lampard being as good. 
See, I just, I just think I just it. think Arsenal will. I don't just think over the course of a season, I don't think Arsenal will have enough quality. That's that's. I think. Where lets them down then? What do you mean? I see, uh, most people would say centre half, wouldn't they? No, I don't. I think I'm not, be centre no, mid. Yeah, I think I think the middle of the park. I think going forward, they've got some good players. Aubameyang is is ridiculous. I think Lacazette might even might Lacazette might not even see the start of the season. But I don't. I'm not a hundred percent sold on Lacazette though. He is decent. But I do think they are lacking a little bit in terms of say like you haven't got Lacazette there. If it doesn't happen for Aubameyang. You're looking at the likes of Sacco, who's mm. very young. Saka. Saka. Yeah, you're looking at Saka, because mm. he's very young. Who, who, who else are we Pepe. looking at? Pepe. Pepe, still young, uh, and unproven. And Ketia, young, unproven. I'm just looking at it and thinking, when it comes down to it, when it comes to those really those nitty-gritty games, you've got to get one. I just wonder if they might not quite have enough. Well, see, this is, this is what I worry about with Chelsea as well. And I... I, I I don't see them being this side they were going to grind out results. I still think they're going to play exactly the same way as they mm. did last season. But he's now going to have to, first he's going to have to keep that squad happy. True. Because all these players have played for him last season who were first team players and now he's brought a shed load of others in and he's gone, I, well, I'm going to have to play them. He's going to have to balance it really well. I mean, you look But he hasn't brought that many in. You're looking at the Chill, likes. Chilwell's in. He never liked either of the fullbacks, so that's a straight swap. But you've still got three left backs there. If you don't. Get yeah, but you'll. They will. It's Emerson and Mark Alonso, isn't it? So one of those will go. You've got Thiago Silva's coming in at centre half. None of those centre halves are going to argue with Thiago Silva coming in. No, but you still got to keep the map in trade. You, and you, you are. So you've got, I, I just you are. But, but, but Tamori, Zuma, Zuma Rudiger. There's another four lads there. Unless you're there, going to no, the back. there is. But equally, you've got to look at it and think, Tamori's played one season in the Premier League. Hmm. Zuma's been in and out of the side for a long time. I think Zuma's probably headed up that pecking order, maybe with Rudiger. Yeah. And Christensen's never fully convinced. So it's not like you're coming in replacing lads who've been, you know, on the top of the game, the best centre-half in the league, and you're bombing them out for somebody. No, but he's brought someone in who's 35 and a one-year deal. He's but also, but, but, who do I want long-term? No, but you can there's look... There's a now fix and there's a... But you can put your arm around some, like a younger player, like Tamori, and you can go... Oh, you'd keep what, Tamori What, what you do is, you go and lay off him. That's what he's here for. I'd, for be, I'd, be, well, him. I'd be sending him out to, to a Leeds or someone and go and go play a full season yeah, with friend, to be honest. that's probably not a bad idea. But I just... I, that's my concern with... With Arsenal, we'll move on to to the next the next section because we'll end up just talking all day. <laughs> Relegated teams, give us so actually, so you had you were Arsenal and you were Arsenal and, and Chelsea. Yeah, Ryan, you're. I'm also Arsenal. Oh, no, sorry, I was um, Arsenal United. United. I'm Arsenal. Chelsea. And I've gone United Chelsea. Yeah. So okay. all three of us have picked Chelsea in there. Have you not? Nah, he's not. Oh, interesting. So we've all got a different two. Yeah, two, two votes for United, two votes for Arsenal, two votes for Chelsea. No votes for Spurs. Interesting. Well, see, I think with Spurs, I think that they'll. I I can see them. I can see them doing well. I see. I can see Mourinho. Mourinho That's finished the, the season really well. Yeah. And I like the business they're doing. I like Hoyberg in there, and I like Doherty in there, and I think those are sensible signings. Which sensible, is sensible, but they're not going to get you where you need to get to. Well, possibly, but you think when that squad's fully fit, it's still a decent squad. It is, it is. I just can't see them getting twenty plus wins. Like True. They used to. Um, They're centre half short as well now as well. Yeah, it's just it's yeah. It's, I mean, Joe Hart might improve them as well, but it's just <laughs> they'll, they'll be solid. That's all they'll be. That was so no mean thrills. on Joe Hart. Wasn't it? Come on, that, let's Sorry. not have a dig at him. Sorry. So we're going on to the relegated round. I want to hit. I want you to hit me. It's horrible. Not uh, with your rhythm stick, but with your relegated teams. What I would teams. say to this, we're doing this on 30th of August and 
we don't know who's going to sign who by the end of it. But I think West Brom goes straight back down because they just they haven't got any money. They just can't improve that team. They made one permanent signing, and it's the lad they had on loan last year, Pereira, who's a good player. But I think they need four or five. They're after Shane Duffy. They're after Kipre from Wigan. They're not names, I think. They're not top-end players, are they? I think Fulham will struggle. I like Fulham. I like the team. I like some of the players. I like Scott Parker. But they didn't seem to have much of a plan last year in the Championship. They just had the best squad by a mile. And I think they sort of went up by default. Just by having well better players than everyone. And even then, I think they struggled a bit. And then I think it's between West Ham and Villa. And the reason being is West Ham's opening seven fixtures are horrendous. And I can see them having like two to four points after like seven. And then I think Moyes might go and all of a sudden you're playing catch-up, which is dangerous. And Villa, they're another team I don't think really know how to spend money. I think they're going to be a little bit more sensible this year, but I still don't think they score enough goals. They could lose Grealish. Second mention for Grealish. So yeah. I'm going to go West Brom and Fulham down and I'm going to have to pick one of West Ham and Villa, aren't I? Um, I'll go Villa. I think West Ham have a little bit more about them. Who have you gone for then, Ant? Well, it's kind of a tricky one, isn't it? You don't really know what Leeds are going to do in that league, do you? Yeah. Uh, everyone, I think everyone would probably look and go, oh, Leeds are back in, they'll be fine. And I think they've, they've made a, a pretty big sign in the other day as well. So I, I'd be interested to see what they do. I, I don't think you could call it either way, just because the type of football they play. Mm. I think Ryan's right. You know, I think the two Midland sides are probably going to struggle, mm. Aston Villa and West Brom. Just because Aston Villa probably... Unfortunately, you can see the situation going to happen. Jack Grealish moves on the last day of the transfer window, and everything goes to goes down yeah. goes down the toilet, doesn't it? Because you're basing it. Third mention for Jack you, Grealish. You're basing it round that I'm talking about Aston Villa. It's going to happen. If Southgate's <laughs> listening, <laughs> you, you're probably basing your game around that. And I don't think they were very good in either box last year. I don't see anything that's that's no. going to improve that I, unless I, they unless. Unless in the off season the they've made the boxes smaller, but only Aston Villa's defensive box, but the other team's attacking oh box has been made bigger. <laughs> but to be fair, post the way they're messing around with the rules these days, you know, <laughs> they made games after they properly showed up the defense and they put Conzo at right back. And but I feel like it rolls people into false sense of security that post lockdown eight games or whatever it was, teams weren't bothered. Teams just weren't bothered. Unless they had something to play for, Everton just give up. Oh, God. So if you whoa, hang on a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Everton gave up. <laughs> Sorry, I've distracted anyway, so yeah, carry on. Yeah, so I think I think Aston Villa has struggled. Unless they come in and sign a, a pretty well-known striker or one who's going to score a lot of goals for them, I think they're going to they're gonna struggle. They'll definitely be down there, so I, I'd plumb for them. I'd, You'd put five pound on him, wouldn't you? You know what I mean. You, you, yeah, you, you yeah. definitely have a little back of it. And West Brom have always been this yo-yo club. Again, I don't really. I'm not impressed. I mean, Ryan's just listed a load of players that they're interested in there. I wasn't impressed by them last year, really, to be honest. I know they they went off and they, they you know quite rightly did very very well. But you're looking at that team in the Premier League. You're, you're gonna have to have a lot. Yeah, have to have a lot. I mean, Charlie Austin on a perm. Did you did you ever think that's not sure, but did you ever think Romain Sawyer would be in the Premier League? It's a ball, I mean. No, no, but did you ever think he'd be Pick in the Premier else. League? Did you ever, did you ever, no, it's not, it's not, it's not digging him. But did you ever think he'd be in the Premier League? Did you ever think yeah. he'd, I've been he'd be thinking there? it every day? <laughs> Is every, that the thing you text me about the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Every morning no, I wake up of, and text Ryan yeah. and say this much closer to Romain Sawyer. So kind of what my broader point is is that that's there that's going to be integral in their midfield, and like Ryan saying you kind of need. 
Jake Livermore. Jake Livermore. England international, Jake Livermore. Here's a shout for you. Does Livermore now get back in the England team? No, I don't know. Anyone can get not England loves team. him, doesn't he? Anyone can get not England team. He's meant to be Except for Grealish. Another mention. Yeah, and... Think, Who's your third team? Who's your third team? It's a difficult one, isn't it? That's why we're that's why we're here. One. That's why we're here. Newcastle? It's oh, horrible. It, you know, it's absolutely horrible. It's absolutely horrible, isn't it? It's horrible. I don't want to say that. But if I'm if I'm looking at it and going, do I actually think they're going to go down? Do I think they're going to struggle again? Yeah. Do you not? I'd be torn between Newcastle and Brighton. Put it, put Brighton it are going down. But Brighton play pretty good football, so I think that's and they've got goals in them as well. Malpage pretty good. Mm. Newcastle struggle. They've also to, brought in Adam Lallana. Newca- yeah, Newcastle struggle to score goals, and they're going to struggle to sign players. They will not just replicate what they did last year. I don't think he can spin that dice, spin that wheel so Sean many times. Dyke. I don't think he. Can, I don't think he can do it. <laughs> I don't think he can. You can spin the wheel so many times. If you look at the figures and I mean, you look Bruce at the stats, he's made a career out of doing that. I, same I, thing. I, I get it <laughs> very well. Absolute wheel of fortune. I get it, but everything you look at it and you go, everything that you're looking at, like the statistical data or whatever you want to look at, you're going, what, how are you in this league? And they finished like mid table. How are you in that league? Like it doesn't make any sense. The bottom. Two of words. Yeah. Steve Bruce. Steve Bruce, I get it, yeah. But the, and I love Brucey. I, I'm not being funny. Where's the bacon? How's the bacon? Did you say? <laughs> and I, I love him, like, but I don't get, I don't see them improving it. I know they signed the Jeff Hendrick experience, but it doesn't really, <laughs> it doesn't really fill you with a lot of hope. Like, no, I put new, I put Newcastle, Fulham, and Villa, and either sides of Newcastle and Villa, I put brackets, no goals. Because <laughs> I mean, we've seen it a lot in the Premier League. If you're shocking at the back, then you can kind of get away with it if you if you've got some people who will stick it in the, in the goal because there are enough other teams who are shit at the back as well. Mm. And like, uh, if Villa lose the main man himself, big Jack. I, I Jackie think that's Jay. a big problem for them. If, if they, they lose Jack lose Grealish, then what if they become more of a team of Adam? I just don't think I because I don't see him as the type of player where. They're all looking to him to do something, but he's the, the. I feel like they do. I feel like it's like give it to him, give it to him, let him run and do stuff, and it's like. Maybe, but you've got to look at it and you think if Grealish, let's say for example they go into it with the the team that they've got now, and you take Grealish out of oh, it. Oh yeah, without him, yeah. They they are they are dumb, mate. They're absolutely dumb, and like so. Fulham. I knew you weren't going to mention Fulham just because of your love affair with Scott Parker, which was the same reason why I didn't do West Brom because I couldn't. I couldn't bear to see Slavin Bilic's little face all sad. Yeah, I couldn't true. bear to see it. Yeah. I love it because I think. I think. I, I think there's some bad teams in there this year. You know, I was also thinking of naming the like. I'm worried about Everton. I'm not going to lie. Go away. Go away. We're not I'm doing that. Worried Thanks about for listening. Everton. We're going. <laughs> worried about Everton. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm worried about him. I think you'd be better. No, I'm not. I'm not worried about Everton remotely. So nice mid table position, then you'll probably yeah. have a little chance of. I've actually Europa going to include them in the surprise thing later on. We'll move on. We'll move on then. So we're going to go top scorer. Ryan, hit us with your top scorer. I forgot we were doing this, so I've just panicked and gone to Bamiyang, but I still think it's probably a safe shout. Top scorer, who uh, I think Mo Salah himself. I think he'll be top scorer, but I think he, he's still not going to win the league because <laughs> big. Um, obviously, all of these answers go out the window if Messi signs because it's, it, it'll just be Messi. Um, I've also gone for a Bamiyang. Hmm. 
big Uber. It is strange though, like you know, your top scorers don't necessarily need to win the league at the same time. Oh, they, uh, yeah, they don't always though, do they? Uh huh. Harry Kane's been top scorer. Of no, that's what I mean. That's what I'm trying to say. Big so, Alan Shearer. So they don't. They don't. They don't necessarily give you the league title, did he? If you've got a top scorer. No, which true, is quite interesting. True that. Did Vardy get it last year? Yeah. Vardy. Yeah. Oh, good old Jamie. Jamie Vardy. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I've got I've got a Bamiyang, and I think I was sat there, I was sat there yesterday, and I was enjoying the old community community shield, mm. and he gets it on his right peg, and he's bending it, and I just think, yeah, yeah, staying, staying on, yeah. And as well, I think because they are so young, Arsenal, that they look to him, don't they? It's kind of like his goal record's phenomenal. That's oh, ridiculous. He's an unbelievable. He's like wide left as well. And I will see that. I think that's really that's a really clever thing by Arteta to do that because. If he, he's, you can imagine if he's playing centre forward as a nine, he's gonna have to spend the whole game fighting with the two centre halves. Mm. You just get him out of there. Get him between the full back yeah. and the centre half. Get him, so get him well. out of there, and he tracks back quite well he as does, well yeah. for someone of a of, of, of a player His who's who's really good. Oh, and someone who has had that dude questioned in the past as well. Dare they? Ridiculous, <laughs> but he's um, no, he's excellent. And there was a there was a. Yeah, there's a little question. Oh my, for a year's time, and it's someone mad like Che Adams with 28 <laughs> goals or something. Could be Danny Ings. Yeah, could be Danny could be Ings. Danny Ings yeah. England's Rose. Yeah. Um, but here's something, here's a little question for you. So, yesterday when Aubameyang scored that goal, so in the Community Shield, he scored that goal, and they, they said, oh, it's Henri esque, similar to Henri. And I was thinking, is he as good as Henri? <sighs> no. <laughs> it's, uh, honestly, no. No, I mean, Henri dragged that team. Dragged that team. Did he? At times, he dragged that team. That 2005 Champions League or 2006 Champions League. No, that was right. He dragged that team. But if you put, I know there's a lot of good players around, but he dragged it there. Like he was unbelievable. I think Henri. Is there not Aubameyang not got the propensity to to do that for us? Did he not do that for Arsenal last year? Dragged them to that FA Cup. I dragged him to an FA Cup. Arsenal, Henry was dragging him to like league titles and Champions League. He didn't drag him to league titles. He did. Bergkamp, Vieira, Youngberg. Yeah, I get it. But Sol Campbell, I get it, but he, he, he stood out amongst all of that for me. He did. It's, it's an interesting. I'm not, I'm not saying it's it. An it is. It was just something I, I was, I was, something I was considering. I wouldn't put him up there just yet. It's goal scoring records. Do you know what though? It's what. What are we doing here? Are we comparing? Impact, influence, or just straight ability? Because it's so hard to compare. If you put a Bamiyang in that Invincibles team, he'd be incredible. He'd be invincible. He'd be, yeah, he'd be. <laughs> but I think Henri, just years of service and the different sides he played in and how we played. I suppose what you'd look at is you, if you were Arsenal now, would you swap a Bamiyang for a for Henri? Henri at his prime. It's a difficult question. Henri, at, what? Yeah. How old's Aubameyang? How old's Aubameyang? Thirty-one, thirty-two. Thirty-one-ish. Yeah. Would you swap a thirty-one-year-old Aubameyang for a thirty-one-year-old Henri? No. But I'd, if it was a twenty-five-year-old Aubameyang for twenty-five Henri, then yeah. I think Henri started having problems early thirties, didn't he? Yeah. He just done so much prior to that. True. But Aubameyang for. It was just something I was. It was just it was when he said Henri asked, and I just thought. Being like what well, I understood with the comparison he was making, I felt like a Bamiyang is what just, I would say. That's a Bamiyang. That's an Bamiyang goal. That does it necessarily need since, to be an Henri goal? Since Henri left, Arsenal have struggled for truly world class players, and he is a truly world class player with Bamiyang. Yes. I don't want to compare them. I think you're going to have to say Henri was better just because of what he achieved. But a Bamiyang is a Arsenal's best player. Shamak. 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 <laughs> I was watching the other day, I was telling you, wasn't I, that Premier League years thing? It was like a retro Premier League and it was Tottenham against um, 
Arsenal. It was that one where Tottenham were two 0 up. Uh, Arsenal were two 0 up, and then Tottenham won three two. Big Eunice Kabul with a flick on late doors. Oh, yeah. And Arsenal's team is actually really good. And I was looking back on it, thinking, you know, back in the day, and people would be like, oh yeah, you know, Arsenal's team's not as good as it used to be now. And they had like Bakary Sanya and Gareth Clichy, their full back. They had a midfielder like Fabregas, Nasri. I think like Rizicki came off the bench. They had Alex Song in there. They had Van Persie. And I was looking at it and I was Did like... Did they have Yaya Sonogo? Uh, so no, they didn't. Oh, that's a Sonogo. So we're going to move on to the <laughs> next question. We're going to go for player of the year. And again, it's a difficult one to predict. I didn't even know this was a question. So we're going for player of the year. So we're, we're, we're not going to go with Ryan first. We're going to go with, with Ant. Ant, hit me with your player of the year. Uh, Leo Messi. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> uh, player of the year, Kevin De Bruyne. Kevin De Bruyne. Kevin De Bruyne. Oh, he's phenomenal. I mean, he boxed the box midfielder, which is really weird because you don't really get many of them these days, I don't think. He's um, he's Steven Gerrard incarnate, isn't he? Yeah, um, he is, to be fair. But he's got a... Yeah, he's... Um, what was you going to say then? I, I was going to say he's got he's a little bit say, more quality, I think, oh. at times. Plays a little bit more different position, possibly. He's probably the most flair box-to-box midfielder yeah, you'll ever see. Go. Yeah, um, Rick Flair. Yeah, Woo! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that, that's what I'd pick I think he'd be phenomenal go on let's go to you first Daniel because I think you're going to go a bit left wing here I've just got a feeling is it a left wing it's a Jack no it's not <laughs> <laughs> it's Yaya Sanogo <laughs> no I've gone for Virgil van Dijk okay. he didn't get it this season yeah. just gone and he should have done yeah, De Bruyne got it, and I, I, you can't argue with how good De Bruyne. Henderson was. got it. What's the difference? I never get them. So one's a, the the football writers. writers. Uh, so Henderson yeah. got the one from the Jernos. Yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. Jerno. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I just I Van Dijk. Like, how could you have not? They got ninety nine points, and he was the, probably the best player in that team. And they won the league People by a mile. People don't like centre halves winning awards. It's annoying. Yeah, he's so good, yeah. Van Dijk. Yeah. Like he's ridiculous. De Bruyne is is. Like those two in terms of players are. That was me. They made that <laughs> little weird noise. Like you. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's what your Patreon money pays yeah. for. Um, weird noises. But yeah, no Van Dijk. I'm going for big VVD. I was also compared to him today whilst playing football, and you can you know that's the truth because I did tell you this off mic. Fucking hell, we've got Virgil Van Dijk playing centre half for us here. No bother. Then you can see seven. Who's your uh, <laughs> um, two votes for De Bruyne? Uh, little ginger De Bruyne. Is he ginger? Oh yeah, he's fair hair ginger. Fair little ginger, little ginger tins, do You don't want him on the you don't want him on the south coast on the sun, do you? Would sun, you rather have a peak Kevin De Bruyne or a peak Steven Gerrard? I'm not. We're not doing this. This could be another, another yeah, episode. We're doing, a, we're doing a comparisons episode. Why? Why can't we do it right now? Because. We've got far too much to get through. We've got the championship to cover as well, haven't we? Okay, so we're going to go for the final one, which is Breakout Star. And I want to go to you, Ryan, because you you look as though, for me, you're the type of person who will have something interesting to uh, you know, contribute to this. Which is kind of kind of the point, really. I've had a bit of a battle with myself on, on who what is a Breakout Star because I, I wanted to put people like Saka in there, but I suppose... They broke out last year, technically, didn't they? Oh, I, think, I think you could go for Saka. Um, I've got a few on here. I think, Nicholas Otamendi? I think the, the <laughs> lad for Palace, Eze, is that how you say it? Oh, Eze. Eze. The guy I from QPR. He could do something. The only doubt I have is the way they're set up. 
So Hodgson's teams don't score goals, and I do think that might let him down. But I think we're going to see a good player, him and Nathan Ferguson. I think the lad Torres at Man City will do well. Um, but one I'm going to put out there, which you might not expect, is Javid Bowen. Jared Bowen actually played really well last season. Mm. He did, yeah. and he's I, good think, player, I think a full is he season he is. But he's probably he sounds like one of them that'll end up getting a cap for Wales. I'm feeling like, like Ireland. I feel like um, his dad would have walked his dog in Wales or something and got <laughs> a gig to get a hold of it and be like, you, you're playing for us. But you play, I think You're playing I, in the friendlies because I'm not. I genuinely think that he looked good after the restart. He spent a lot of money on him, 20 million. He was so proven at championship level. And they've signed a lot of players, haven't he, West Ham? With like Yarmolenko and Anderson hasn't worked. And I just think someone who's not a massive name that West Ham fans always demand will be... I feel like he's someone they could get behind. I think he's someone who can come in and get like 13 goals. And he's got a lot of variety to his game as well. Yeah. A lot of strings to his bow. Yeah. Uh, and do you want to... Yeah, so I was looking at him. You know, Calvin Phillips got into the England squad this week. I think that's a start. I think that's a start for him. I think first season in the Premier League, leads are on the up. Mm. One of the best managers you could hope to have if, if you were supporting them. I think he's going to do pretty well in that defensive midfield. He's a good player, isn't he? He's nice. He looked, he's always looked he's nice. He's nice. He's nice. Do you know what? I mean, Leeds are, Leeds are pretty much always on the telly when they're in the championship and it's just a great team to watch. So I think he, he'll be a, a player who stands out throughout the season. I think that England call-up is just the start of it. I think mm. he'll go. I mean, he's, I, he's probably expecting Leeds to finish quite comfortably mid-table, really, aren't you? So. I They'll think, finish above Everton anyway. <laughs> well, I'm not saying anything, but it did. I, I, think, I think he'll do do really, really well, and I think it's it's great to see him in England squad as well. Yes, very much so. And he's a player that the Bielsa has has worked a lot on, hasn't mm-hmm. he? Since he's been there, and he's he's kind of he said, right, this is your position. You're my man. This mm-hmm. is how I want you to play it. Plays it in a very modern way as well. Very comfortable on the ball, but is also very combative in and the field. He's young as well. He's twenty-four. It's a good age. He's a very good age to be coming into Premier League. I think sometimes it's a bit difficult when players come in having done well in Championship, but they're only nineteen, twenty, twenty-one. Oh, They've sorry, only played a couple of seasons. Campwell last season. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, he's a great, well, he's a good player, but like, you know, I mean, you're always going to struggle with with the, the yeah. Side, yeah like, team's terrible. Yeah, yeah. It's not not easy for you, but. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think Phillips will do well. I agree with you on that. I've gone for Rian Brewster. Okay, good shot. Yeah, good I think the, the, the thing with Brewster is, and, and I know he missed that penalty in the community shield, I, I felt quite bad for him really because he, he hit it really well. He just put a bit too much height on it. Mm. Um, but what I'm thinking is, Firmino went ages without scoring last year, didn't he? Yeah, he ages did and ages year. and ages. Didn't score at home until like the last game or something, didn't he? Mm. And I know they don't like to break up that from free, but I feel like it is very much in the back of like Liverpool fans. Probably, probably not like an urgent concern, but it is something that's there that they're all 27, 28, 29, those from three. You are going to have to start transitioning them over the next few years. And given that I love Firmino, I think he's class. I think he's I think he's the best of the from three, personally. I don't think he's the most effective, but I think he's the best player. He's, he's a unique forward as well in that mm. role. But what they didn't have was somebody who would be like, oh, he's not scoring, let's get somebody, you know, who can we put in there to put pressure yeah. on him? Origi is decent, he's a decent player, but they all were aware that he wasn't at that level. Mm-hmm. Now Brewster isn't at that level yet, but I certainly think he's got the tools to, to get to that level and he is absolutely rapido as well. He's very quick. 
And I just think he looks like the type of player. He seems like the type of player. You saw him going on loan at Swansea last year. I mean, he got like 13, 14 goals in the second half of the season. I know it's a division below. But he went there as like an 18-year-old, turned up on loan in the middle of the season and just went, yeah, go ahead, I'll just box loads of goals in, including one from 40 yards away at Redden. That the keeper maybe should have saved. Mm, we're not going back on this. <laughs> but I think, I don't, I'm don't. i not thinking that he's going to get 30 goals or anything, but I'm thinking he'll get a decent chunk Keeps of game time. Thought, yeah, massively. It allows him to have an out-and-out striker to come off the bench. Yes, very much so. And I think he's 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 got the tools to really get to a point where by the end of the season, people are going, should he be starting? having that conversation should he be starting. I think the reason he won't start is because of, you touched on it, everything Firmino does is for the team. Yeah. And he's very much a striker and he yes. doesn't really play with an out-and-out striker. It's, They've got a nice mix in a blend down the up there. They do, yeah. As long as Salah and Mane are scoring, it doesn't matter if Firmino's not. Yeah, that's that true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so that's the end of our, our first predictions. Our next one will be the Championship, the most exciting league in the world. So thanks for joining us and we'll see you on the next episode.